Hello and welcome to the Kid Packers Podcast. We do cover the Green Bay Packers. And we don't fret anything else. Let's go. Right, hello and welcome back to Dedicated Packers. Today, on this Wednesday evening, we are going to be looking ahead towards the preseason game three against the Kansas City Chiefs. But first, we have some updates to go through. The Packers made plenty, plenty of cuts to get their roster down to 80. Those cuts include uh, Danny Davis the receiver who really showed something in San Francisco. He was good throughout camp. I thought he might make the practice squad, but the Packers ended up cutting him. It is a crowded wide receiver room. And then, slightly more surprisingly, Vernon Scott. He was waived, and yeah, Scott endured a shoulder injury, the severity of which was unknown, but he was competing with Sean Davis for that third safety spot, leaving... Sean Davis with a pretty good shot of making the team at this point and I was surprised by this cut just because of how little depth the Packers have at the safety position behind Amos who is a pro bowl if not all pro caliber safety and Darnell Savage just a guy who has all the athleticism all the talent in the world and really he's an above average starter right now and he really has the potential to make the leap to being a top end starter in the National Football League but Darnell has a hamstring injury right now. He hasn't been practicing. That's not supposed to be serious, however, so we'll see. But Sean Davis, he is not a guy who I expected to come into camp and make a good run into roster spot. I thought he would be more like a camp body, not quite a camp body, but just a guy who's there, gets placed on the practice squad maybe, comes in, competes, but ultimately doesn't make the spot. But now, if he's good on special teams, I know he missed a couple tackles last week, but then I think he's got a real shot of making the team as that third safety or fourth safety. Guys who are coming back from injury at the safety spot include Innes Gaines. Uh, He is obviously just returning right now, but this is a guy that the Packers have liked in the past and a guy that knows the defensive system. I expected him to compete with Vernon Scott for that third safety position. He was obviously hurt by his injury, and now we'll see if he can come in and take Davis over the cuts have to be in by Tuesday August 30th so he's got right around a week we'll see how that plays out for him I wouldn't necessarily expect him to wrestle a spot away from Davis but if he balls out well we'll see what can happen there and then Tariq Carpenter the other guy who's returning from injury he was a seventh rounder this year and another guy that may or may not make the team if he does it will mostly be because of his special teams ability where I think he can be really good. He's that middle linebacker slash safety hybrid. And I think on special teams, he can occupy a role like Oren Burks did, really flying around. And listen, if the Packers are going to have a competent special teams this year, they're going to need guys like that. So we'll see what he can do. And then the last guy, the most recent signing of the Packers, Micah Abernathy. And yeah, he has made a legitimate run as of late for the third or fourth safety spot. And I don't necessarily expect him to make the roster, but if he plays well against KC, similarly to how he played against New Orleans where he was just dominant, he was, I mean, he obviously had that great pick. 
we'll see. We'll see if he can he can grab a spot. There are a bunch of guys competing there, of course. But all in all, assuming Savage is good for week one, the third and fourth safety spots are open to all, except Vernon Scott, of course. Sorry, you got cut. So that's that. Uh, in other news, the Cole Van Lannan trade. Cole Van Lannan, the Green Bay native and last year's six-round pick, he was traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars for a seventh-rounder. And uh, just a nice trade here by Goody. He got value for a guy that he knew wouldn't be able to make the roster right right now on the offensive line you have locks like nyman runyon myers zach tom and royce newman and then you have other guys caleb jones the rookie tackle who's been showing out in camp sean ryan rookie guard who's played second team in all of camp right now but he has plenty of potential and then of course jake hansen the fine backup center not a starter but you know he'll probably take a roster spot and then of course david bakhtiari and elton so that right there is 10 guys that have a very legitimate shot of making the roster. So I really just don't see any room for Cole Van Lan. It seems like Goody thought the same thing. And so he flipped him for a seventh rounder, got some value. And listen, that's what you got to do. That's what good teams do. Another news, Kylan Hill was placed on the PUP list for the season, not the training camp PUP list, the PUP list for the season. And that means that he will miss the first four games of the regular season, and then he'll have to be activated by week six. Yeah, this is a little bit sad just because of how much promise Hill showed in the preseason last year, and of course in the regular season where mainly he played special teams, got a couple of snaps from scrimmage, but he looked really good prior to getting his ACL absolutely destroyed in the Cardinals game, so we'll see if he can come back healthy. If he can, it'll be totally worth keeping him on the roster i mean he is a phenomenal back when healthy or at least that's the type of potential he showed last year but that news leaves the third running back spot open now the packers may only keep two i kind of have a hard time believing that knowing what the uh running back candidates that are competing for the third spot can do on special teams and that would be patrick taylor tyler goodson and dexter williams dexter williams feels more like a camp body that was signed to give the other guys a break in the preseason. But I think I think he just isn't going to be able to wrestle a roster spot away from Goodson and Taylor. So the Taylor versus Goodson battle, listen, I think that Tyler Goodson will ultimately win this battle. We know what we have in Patrick Taylor. He's a very powerful downhill running back that has improved in pass protection and is very good on special teams. But he just doesn't have the pass catching or burst that Goodson has. And Goodson has all of that. He's extremely shifty. He has a bunch of burst. And hopefully we'll see how well he can catch and how well he can pick up blitzes, pass protect this week. Um, but he just makes me more excited as a player. And based on the eye test, I think Goodson has a really good shot. But ultimately, we'll see how that shakes out. Both of them have pros. Both of them have cons. Maybe the Packers are looking for something more on special teams and go with Taylor, even though Goodson has been a kick returner. So I could see it going either way. But this takes us into the theme of this episode, and that is what to look for in tomorrow's game. And this is sort of a continuation of some of the things that I've already discussed. But here is what to look for in terms of how performances in the game could relate to roster construction. Again, the cuts have to be in before August 30th, which is next Tuesday. And 
I'll also be basing on what to watch for how important slash interesting someone slash something is. So starting off at the top, Jordan Love, right? Just watch how Jordan Love plays coming off a really strong start in New Orleans. I just hope he can carry all that over. He was hitting the throws off of play action. He had the deep balls. He was commanding. He was patient. All of it, it was really nice to watch. And, you know, what happens to Jordan Love in the future will very, very much depend on what Aaron chooses to do, whether he retires or decides to keep playing. But for now, Jordan is a Packer. And whether his future is as a starting quarterback for the Packers or not, him playing real right now can only benefit us. So let's go out there. Let's root for Jordan Love. Another guy, Romeo Dubs. <laughs> There's nothing to say here. I just love watching this kid play, right? I just love watching Romeo Dubs play. I hope he balls out. Christian Watson. Now, this is a guy that we have not yet seen on the field, and he could be cleared to play for Thursday. If he is medically cleared, Lafleur said that he would play, so I'm excited. This is a guy that I've talked about, but I'll tell you again, he has the physical traits that are just off the charts. They're comparable to Megatron, so I'm really excited to watch him get out there and make plays. He's something like 6'4", 6'5", and runs a 4'3", 8", very, very impressive. So he's basically a roster lock either way, regardless of what he does in this game because, I mean, of his draft status, his talent, but this kid could be something special even if it takes him some time to acclimate to the NFL. Then, more important guys to watch in terms of roster construction. Jawan Winfrey and Samori Toure, these are actual receivers that matter, right? If Winfrey continues his very solid performances, I think there will have to be a conversation about him making the 53-man. Um, if the Packers decide to keep seven, it's essentially guarantee that that seventh guy will be Winfrey if they choose to keep sixth. It's also essentially a guarantee that Winfrey will not make the roster, so... Let's see what happens, and let's watch to see if Winfrey stays hot. Another guy, Samari Toure. Listen, I expect this guy to be a practice squad lock, but we'll see if he finishes the season strong. I hope he can. You know, seventh round around in Nebraska. I'm rooting for this guy. Then, tight end Tyler Davis, and this is a guy who's had a really tough last few preseason games, but with all of his talent, I think he really does have a chance to salvage his camp and sneak into the fourth tight end spot he had a good practice the other day and I don't think Sal Canella or Alize Mack can come up and take over his roster spot so if he puts together a good performance this week I think he'll have a good chance of taking that tight end four spot listen two plays don't define a guy he needs to get better in run blocking yes he needs to hold on to the football but I I think ultimately he can be a guy for this team especially in that tight end four spot Zach Tom. Yes, let's watch Zach Tom because with Royce Newman essentially penciled into a spot on the line as far as I'm concerned, let's see how Zach Tom looks. He has looked phenomenal in both training camp and preseason games, but let's see if he can carry all that into this next week, assuming that Elton Jenkins isn't playing right tackle for week one, though he may very well be. Zach Tom might be able to convince the coaching staff to give him the nod at right tackle. So we'll see what happens there. I doubt they do that just because they probably don't want to start a rookie on the offensive line, but I really don't want to have to see Jake Hansen and Royce Newman at right guard and right tackle respectively. So speaking of those guys, let's watch Jake Hansen. Okay, 
Jake Hansen, he is a backup center, but he's also a guy who's played guard, and I don't want him starting ever, but he provides depth at both the center and guard spot, so let's see if he can put together a nice performance in this game. He had a nice performance last week. Maybe he can carry that over. We'll see. And then Caleb Jones, this is just a really, really athletic guy. He's tall, he's strong, he's surprisingly nimble, and if he takes a roster spot, it will be because of the depth that the Packers will get from him at tackle, and listen, he could be really good. He's a rookie this year. Let's see what he does. He's he's played really well in training camp in the preseason. Then on the defensive line, and now basically everyone on the Packers' defensive line, even in the preseason, has shown that they are NFL worthy players. My biggest guys to watch are Jonathan Ford, Jack Heflin, and Chris Slayton. Now, TJ Slayton and Devontae Wyatt, they're both basically locked into the roster. Watch them if you want because Wyatt will be important to the future and Slayton has had a very, very nice camp and past preseason games. You can watch those guys if you want, but from a roster construction standpoint, I think Jonathan Ford, Jack Heflin, and Chris Slayton are gonna gonna be more helpful They've done well as of late in preseason games, so maybe one of them, perhaps Jonathan Ford, can sneak into a roster spot if he does very well this game and shows that he can contribute on special teams. Again, that special teams is going to be key. Then, as edge rushers, Ladarius Hamilton and Tipa Nalei, those are two guys that are right on the edge of making the roster. I think Kingsley Enoch Bari and Jonathan Garvin seem to be in. Garvin's gotten a lot of playing time, and Kingsley Enagbari has really flashed. He'll be a fun guy to watch in this game, but also watch how Hamilton and Nalei perform in their last game before roster cuts come. We'll see. I think one of them, if not both of them, ends up making the roster, but check them out just to keep track. Ladarius Hamilton is number 54, and Tipa Nalei is number 40, so let's see how they perform at the cornerback spot. Now, there's not a huge amount to watch here. The last spot seems to be between Keandre Thomas and Rico Gafford, so we'll have to see who comes out on top there. But more than likely, their performance in this game won't dictate much, as is the case with a lot of these performances, because the Goody and LaFleur, they're going to be looking at a much larger sample size than just this last game. But, I mean, maybe one of them balls out. Maybe you get a Keandre Thomas game where he just goes off and that secures him a roster spot he has had very solid coverage Rico Gafford the cornerback turned wide receiver turned corner again so I don't know I, I doubt he makes the roster but maybe maybe he balls out in this game watch those two guys Keandre Thomas and Rico Gafford and then at safety I talked about this earlier but Sean Davis Micah Abernathy Innis Gaines and Tariq Carpenter are all guys that you should keep an eye on they are most likely competing for two spots at the safety position so let's see how those guys perform let's see which two of them jump up most likely and grab a roster spot it's very exciting this is the last preseason game then we have a bye week and then week one it is so close i can basically taste it very 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 excited for that um next tuesday um that is when the official 53-man roster will have to be decided so on Wednesday, I will make a full episode running through the 53-man roster, talking about surprises, you know, what was expected, all of that. On Sunday, I will also make an episode talking about this last preseason game to get myself into the swing of the regular season. I will recap the 
preseason game drive by drive as if it were a regular season game just for myself as practice maybe we'll figure out that's interesting we'll see how it goes hopefully we see Jordan Love ball out I want to watch the wide receivers play well I want to watch everyone play well the Packers have one last preseason game in Kansas City so let's see how that goes but as always thank you very much for listening to dedicated Packers and until next time Go Pack Go!